0: Thank you for listening to the Jab Step Fantasy Basketball Podcast. We would like to thank our friends over at the Plowboy Radio Podcast. It is a Christian podcast in a Reformed Baptist perspective. They talk and praise Jesus Christ. Uh, we talk about theology. It's me, Bradley, and Derek. Uh, we talk about theology, scripture, you name it, church, culture, society, issues. Uh, we talk about wrestling, sports, food. Bradley always has something to rant about. It's it's a good time, so check us out every Friday morning at 8 o'clock on your podcast platform. And again, we are the Plowboy Radio Podcast. We would also like to thank our friends over at a Legacy of Legends, a dynasty football podcast starring B.J. Kent and Marcus Raper. It's a weekly podcast where they discuss fantasy football from a dynasty perspective. They also talk about other things such as uh, college football, uh, historic football players. They even had a little bit of a wrestling draft last time I heard. So check them out uh, every Thursday on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, again, it's a Legacy of Legends, a fantasy football podcast. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome in everyone, this is the Jab Step Podcast, I'm your host Ben McCarthy, hope everyone is having a good day today. So this is a fantasy basketball podcast, but it's a general NBA podcast, we talk about everything basketball here. And uh, so yeah, what we're going to talk about today is our uh, home basketball league, the Level 2 Game Breakers, we have it on the Sleeper platform, Uh, so if you're not new to Sleeper, I guess you're living under a rock if it comes to the fantasy football world because it is all the rage. So they're now into the basketball scene, and they've got a sleek platform. And, yeah, so let's go over the draft. We just had our draft last Sunday. It was late Sunday night, and, yeah, it was real fun. Everybody showed up. Everybody was really into it. So, let's go over some of the draft grades. Uh, Let's start off with the first pick in the draft, Adam Graham. He's also got a sweet team name. It's a white man's can't jump team name. He went with number one pick with Luka Doncic. Uh, I thought was a pretty solid pick. You can't really go wrong with Luka Doncic. You know, I would have considered maybe uh, Giannis, Steph, uh, James Harden was my consensus number one, actually. So John Curtis, who ended up grabbing him later, he done well in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, he 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 went with Luka Doncic with the first pick. He his second uh, his second pick, he went with Nikola Vucevic, who is solid. I don't know really how how much his role has changed since he's went from Orlando Chicago. He is going to. Uh, I figure his stats are going to go down just a tad. I mean, he's still very, very solid. He's going to get you a lot of rebounds. Uh, he's going to shoot the ball really well for a big man. He's not really much of a defensive player. Um, but the new-look Bulls, they've got a lot of mouths to feed. they got Zach Levine, who's going to have probably the most usage on the team. He's going to have the ball in his hands uh majority of the time. Uh, I figure they're going to be running a lot of – Screen and roll, screen and pops with uh, Vucevic. So, he he's still going to be involved. He's still focal. But uh, I look to him to have a, a little bit more of a down year compared to what he's had in the past. But that's who he went with number two. He has DeMontis Sabonis with the next pick, who uh, I don't know. I've been hearing some weird reports out of uh, Pacers Camp where Rick Carlisle may not be using him to his fullest potential. So, I'm interested to see how that goes on for, uh, for this season. Uh, regardless, he – Two-time All-Star, really, really good, good player, uh, probably Indiana, Indiana's best player. Uh, so he went really well with his first three picks. Uh, he went with Demar Derozan with his fourth pick, which I thought was pretty early. Uh, not saying that he's not a good player, uh, but you know there were some other good people on the board that I thought maybe deserved a uh, a draft nod. Uh, Dejounte Murray was still there. Tobias Harris, uh, OG Ananobi. Uh, There was a lot of names that I thought maybe should have been above DeMar. But it's still, regardless, a solid pick. He followed that up with Chris Paul, who, I mean, he's just as solid as he can be. He's a really good ball player. Um, So, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Well, then uh, he followed it up with Lonzo Ball, Aaron Gordon. Uh, He went with Kawhi Leonard and Clay Thompson. After that, he is trying to get his keepers in. We have a keeper rule where – uh, you're allowed to keep three players. Uh, the players are not allowed to be caught. Very caught. Excuse me. Allowed to be kept in the first two rounds. Uh, so Kawhi Leonard and Clay Thompson here are pretty good value. Uh, more or less, Kawhi. I mean, being able to keep Kawhi for a seventh since he was drafted in the eighth this year is a, I mean, a very solid pick. I mean, he 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 looks to be a, a, a top, you know, 12 player when he comes back. I'm sure. Uh, Clay Thompson. I'm not really sure about Clay. I'm not. I'm not sold that he's going to be the same Clay of old. Uh, I'm interested to see how he returns. Uh, the Golden States already came out and said they're going to return him uh, later. It's going to be a slow return. They're not, they're not going to just give him, you know, 38 minutes right off the bat. Uh, and I figure he's probably going to be coming off the bench. He's going to be sharing a lot of the load with Jordan Poole, who's looked really really good. He he looked really good. Uh, Tuesday night. For the podcast, uh, or excuse me, for the game last night uh, against the Lakers, he he still like he had the uh, he still had a lot of momentum from preseason. Uh, but regardless, he he finished the draft with Dylan Brooks, Victor Oladipo, DeAndre Hunter, Davion Mitchell from Sacramento, who I think is a really good pick. He could be possibly a keeper for next year, and Trey Murphy. Uh, I would give Adam a B plus. I thought he done. Solid. I mean, you really cannot go wrong with Luka Doncic. He paired up with two good big men. Uh, he's got solid contributors nightly for Namar DeRozan and Chris Paul, who are very durable for the most part. Uh, Lonzo Ball's a really solid play. Uh, he, he got some young talent later who have some upside with DeAndre Hunter, Davion Mitchell, and Trey Murphy. Uh, Trey Murphy looks to be. Uh, a, a person who should be involved with his shooting. But I give Adam a B plus. Next in the draft order was C.J. Jackson. He had the number two pick, and he went with Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was my number two player. So, you know, James Harden would have been the pick here for me, but Giannis, you really cannot go wrong. They're all in that same sort of tier. So he went with Giannis Antetokounmpo, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, SGA, otherwise known, and Kristoff Porzingis, I thought the very first, I thought the top three picks were really, really good. However, there's a lot of risk, especially with Oklahoma City players where last year they uh, just abandoned ship and decided they were going to tank and they just, you know, did not play their players, their better players at the end of last year. And Kristoff Porzingis, you know his situation. He is a walking injury, which I hope that's not going to be the case this year. But regardless, uh, his next pick was Kyle Lowry, who is now in Miami, who I'm interested to see. I think that's going to be a good fit. I'm not really sure about his stats, though. I don't know if he's going to be able to get the usage that he wants since Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. They have a lot of people who really, really want the ball in their hands, so I'm interested to see what Kyle Lowry can do. Uh, We know he's really, really uh, strong on the defensive end, so he's going to provide those stats. Uh, maybe his assist totals go up. I would expect him to. Uh, Eric Spolster really has a good roster this year. I'm really looking for big things for Miami this year. Uh, now, the, one of the more questionable picks was Andre Drummond in the fifth round. CJ, CJ, CJ. Buddy, buddy, buddy. I, Andre Drummond is the backup center for Philadelphia. He's not even my starting center, I think. Maybe he had a panic pick because Sleeper still had him ranked kind of high in their ADP, but not a good pick. Uh, That hurt where there were some really, really talented players such as DeJounte Murray, uh, Tobias Harris, Jonas Valanciunas, O.G. Ananobi, Yusuf Nurkic. There were some really, really good players still there who are starters. So I think C.J. might have dropped the ball with that pick. But who knows? Joel Embiid could go out first game, and then you've got a – you know, probably a top-ten center. Next, he drafted Draymond Green, Kelly Oubre, Mike Conley, who I thought was a really good value late. Keldon Johnson, who looks to have a really big role this year in San Antonio. He's kind of a do-it-all Swiss Army knife for them. Hassan Whiteside, who is another questionable pick, who is the backup for Rudy Gobert, who is probably not going to have many minutes, so... Isaiah Stewart was a really solid pick late by C.J. High upside center for Detroit. Gary Trent Jr., Jonathan Isaac, and Kim Birch round out his draft. Uh, Overall, I have to give C.J. a C for his draft. Just because of the risk along with it. Uh, Giannis, who is going to be awesome this year. I don't have any fault for him drafting uh, Giannis. But Shea and Kristoff you know, with their injury risk and perhaps the tanking of the Oklahoma City Thunder later this year. Uh, not to mention Kyle Lowry gets a bump down. Uh, Andre Drummond was not a good pick. Uh, I'm not really sure how good Draymond Green is in points league. I don't know if he can really sustain it uh, as well as he would maybe in a category league or a roto league. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, I really did not like that pick. Jonathan Isaac, who knows if he ever returns and if he's ever any that good in a points league. So I would have to give uh, CJ a C, maybe even a C-. I, I, I really did not like those picks late. Third in order was Josh Spradlin. Uh, he is the deputy commissioner of the league, while I'm the commissioner of the league. So shout out to my boy. Uh, but Josh, I thought had a really, really strong draft. Uh, his first pick was Nikola Jokic, who uh, the only reason I had him further back is I've just never seen somebody have – A consistent MVP season back-to-back in fantasy. So, I dropped him back just because of that. Uh, Nikola Jokic, if he stays healthy, is going to be fantastic. He is a stat stuffer, legit. He's going to drop 25 points probably a night. He's going to have 12 rebounds. He's going to have like eight assists. I mean, he's pretty much the best big man in the league, especially statistically. So, he went with Nikola Jokic. The second pick, he went with Russell Westbrook, which I'm uh, a little hesitant on. Nonetheless, it's still solid. I mean, Russell's going to have points. Uh, I'm really not sure about his usage in L.A. this year. I still think LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and uh, the remainder of the roster who are ball hogs, in my opinion, with Rajon Rondo, Carmelo Anthony, and some of those other ones that are going to demand the ball. So I don't know how well Russell Westbrook's usage will be. Nonetheless, he should be, you know, one of the league leaders in rebounds for point guards, and he should have high assist rates. I mean, he should have a really talented team to pass the ball to. Uh, he went for Fred Van Vliet next, who was a really good pick. Uh, I expect his usage to go up this year. You know, he always is one of the league leaders in steals. You expect his uh, assists to go up. He's going to be the primary ball handler. Uh, he might even be the top scoring option, I would say, for them at the moment. Uh, really, really thought that was a really good pick late in the third or early in the third round. He followed up with Christian Wood, who is a he was a fantasy darling last year. He was kind of a journeyman for a while and was a D League machine or G League machine. Uh, and he finally got his opportunity, and man, he did he show it. He's been really good. He's a stretch big who rebounds really well, runs the floor, uh, had some really big scoring outbursts last year. He followed that up with Pascal Siakam and Jeremy Grant, who I think are both solid picks, uh, especially when Pascal Siakam comes back. I expect him to bounce back from a very disappointing year last year. Terry Rozier, a very solid points league player uh, for Charlotte. R.J. Barrett I thought was a very good pick at the number eight, or excuse me, in the eighth round uh, at the back of the eight. Uh, Karis LeVert who I absolutely love and I think Josh done really well getting him late I think he's going to be well he's proven when he's played last year that he's a top 120 player Uh, and even when he played last year I think he was even top uh, 60 he was so good for Indiana when he got an opportunity so Jamal Murray was next that is a clear keeper pick because Jamal Murray is likely out for the season but that's good value for Josh there who, who will be able to keep him for my ninth round pick next year so you expect him to be uh, in the top five rounds, so he's getting a lot of value there. Uh, he drafted Kelly Olenek next, who I think is going to have a opportunity in Detroit, so I thought that was a good pick. Terrence Ross, I mean, just a scorer. He plays for a bad team, so he's probably going to get a shot. So. Scotty Barnes, I thought that was an excellent risk there for a rookie who uh, should be involved, Dave won. And then Larry Nance to round it out. I'm interested to see how Larry Nance fits in in Portland with the new-look Trailblazers uh, coach uh, Chauncey Billups there. But I thought Josh had a strong draft. I'm going to give him an A. I thought he was one of the better teams in it after the draft. Next, we had Lane Winters, my boy Lane, customer service. We also have some other customer service league people, or excuse me, teammates in here. Uh, Cassidy and Jonathan, who are my homeboys. Uh, but Lane was number four. He drafted Steph Curry, who I really like. Thought that was an excellent pick. Still would have went with James Harden, but, I mean, you're really apples to apples there. Steph struggled last night in the game against uh, the Lakers. He didn't really shoot the ball at well at all, but nonetheless still Steph, uh, excuse me, stuffed the stat sheet, which Lane did not start him last night. He, he didn't pick that game, which luckily turned out really well for him. Uh, he went with Jimmy Butler with his second pick, again a very, very good pick. Ja Morant with his third pick, I really loved. I think he's uh, set up for a really, really good year. I think he's really going to take the next step and be uh, one of the elite point guards this year. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. was his next pick. He drafted him in the fourth round. I love Jaron Jackson when he's healthy. He's he spreads the floor. He gets blocks. He scores. Uh, he looks to be the number two option in Memphis, so I think that was an excellent pick to be able to get him there. Uh, Jaron Jackson's always – his struggle has been staying healthy and being on the court. He followed up with DeJounte Murray, who I thought was excellent. Cade Cunningham afterwards, which uh, it looks like there could be an injury with Cade Cunningham that uh, that no one knew about. Maybe with an ankle is what I'm, what I'm seeing. Uh, let me look at his uh, recent news, uh, but – it says uh, that it was, it was an ankle injury um, that general manager Troll Weaver has stated. Um, I don't think he's going to make his debut this week, so maybe Lane will listen to this and maybe probably try a different option if he's in the starting lineup. In the seventh round, he went with Bojan Bogdanovic, who I think is an excellent pick. I think he's going to be uh, probably the second or third best scorer on Utah, and Utah looks to be probably the best team in the West. I think they're going to have a better record than the Lakers. Uh, so, I, I like that pick. He went with Jalen Suggs in the, uh, in the eighth round. I don't know about that pick. I think he should have went a little bit later. But, nonetheless, a high usage point guard. Uh, he's going to pretty much handle the ball all the time in Orlando. And I'm sure he's going to put up good stats. I just thought maybe he could have been selected a little bit later. Uh, he then went with Harrison Barnes, who is just reliable. Just a good option. He does it all. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, who I thought was a good pick, but after watching last night's game, I think he's toast. I don't know how well or if he's going to make it all year. He doesn't look like he has any juice left in the tank. Darius Baisley went number 11 for him, round 11. High upside player for Oklahoma City Thunder, who who knows who's going to be the second option on that team. So I thought that was a good upside pick. He drafted Marcus Morris twelfth round, who, I mean, he he potentially could be the second best scorer on the team. So I don't mind that pick. He went with James, or excuse me, Jay Crowder with the thirteenth round pick. Solid, can't go wrong there. Then James Booknight, just a, I mean, why not? He's a rookie for Charlotte, and uh, they drafted him real high. He looked decent in uh, preseason. So I give Lane a a minus. I thought he had a really really strong draft. I thought he done really really well. Next up is my boy B.J. Kent, a fellow church member, fellow friend. Uh, if you enjoy fantasy football, I would like to go ahead and promote his podcast, the Legacy of Legends podcast. Uh, it's a dynasty football podcast, and uh, just go check them out. They have uh, really good insight in fantasy. Uh, In dynasty football but they also make some really good picks for your head-to-head matchups as well so they also talk about other things they do drafts they talk about uh old football uh stuff they even talk about college football at times so anyway just go check them out good podcast a lot of fun uh so yeah but bj's team he went with lebron james probably the the biggest surprise in the first round really questioned it uh after last night's performance, though, from LeBron James, I really don't question it now. Uh, he looked really good. Um, I think he ended up dropping 60-something fantasy points for him. It was a, a fantastic night for him. He, James had 34 points off of 13 out of 23 shooting, five from 11 from three-pointers. LeBron James jacking up 11 three-pointers is interesting. Uh, I'd like to see how that translate over an 82-game season. He had 11 rebounds, five assists, a steal, on the block in only 37 minutes against the Warriors. So if he continues that, he he's a top five fantasy player. So uh, I still think that's not going to be sustainable for LeBron all season long. But in this format, where it's a week it's, excuse me it's a weekly head to head matchup where you only have one game per week, it is a new feature by Sleeper. It's called Game Pick. You select uh, a certain matchup out of the week and. That's where the points come from. And B.J., he selected LeBron James to play in the game last night against Golden State, so he's not eligible to play any other games this week. But he made a good decision because LeBron was fantastic last night. Anyway, let's get back to his draft. He had Devin Booker in the second round. That's a solid pick. No problems there. Jalen Brown, the third round, who I, I really like. I think he's got potential uh, top 20 upside this year. For my Boston Celtics, they're my, my favorite team. Uh, he also went with Clint Capella, who's a very good fantasy player. I think he was really strong for Atlanta, especially in their playoff run last year. He followed up with Miles Turner, who I think is uh, – man, he's one of those players I think is super overrated in the NBA. I don't know why. I mean, he he's he's a solid basketball player for the most part, but I think he's a little overvalued for what he does. That's just my opinion. I know he's really coveted in the NBA. I know Boston had the opportunity to trade Gordon Hayward to get him before they pretty much let him walk in free agency. Um, so I really, I kind of wish Boston would have took the took the shot with him, but neither or less are there. So he went with Miles Turner's in round five. He went with Buddy Hield in round six, which I thought was a pretty uh, risky pick. I think there's a lot of guards in Sacramento and. He's one of those people I feel like could be traded this year. I don't think he has much of a future left in Sacramento. He's at this point where, I mean, really what's what's the point at this, at this stage of his career? And they've got Tyrese Halliburton and Davion Mitchell there. So I could see him maybe uh, being traded. He followed it up with Ben Simmons who, man, what is going on with the Sixers and Ben Simmons right now? Josh and I were talking about it, and Josh had the uh, view that, you know, he thought he probably was going to play for the Sixers for most of the year, and, you know, I disagreed with him. I did not think there was any chance of that. And then after the news from yesterday about Doc Rivers stowing him out of practice, I feel like uh, Josh may be a little sweaty on that. However, there's no way Ben Simmons doesn't get traded. This The, the, the point is going to be when. If the Sixers can – can do well without him. I think they will hold on to Simmons until maybe Bradley Bill or Damian Lillard perhaps request a trade. Anyway, regardless, next year that could be a very solid uh, keeper pick. He would be able to keep him with a six-round pick. He followed up with Wendell Carter Jr. I like. I think that's a really good pick. Uh, Him playing in Orlando, there's going to be several – uh, opportunities for anybody to do well in Orlando since they're going to be a dumpster fire this year. Miles Bridges was next. Very solid Charlotte Hornets, Charlotte Hornets player. Uh, very, very good pick. Brook Lopez was the 10th round selection. Joe Harris, Marvin Bagley Jr., who is going to sit out, and I think he is asking for a trade. Really don't see much value in him in an NBA perspective. Have to keep an eye on where he goes. He rounded out with Isaac Okoro from Cleveland, which there's some upside there, and Killian Hayes, which is another upside pick. Uh, I give B.J. a B. I think it was a really, really good pick. Uh, He has a lot of upside. So that B could easily be uh, A-plus or A-minus. Who knows? Uh, Especially if LeBron James continues to play like he has been. But picks such as Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, uh, Brooke Lopez, Marvin Bagley Jr., I'm just not a big fan of those picks. So that's why I gave B.J. a solid B. Again, this is a matchup league, so if he just picks the right matchup, I mean, these these draft grades are pretty much useless at that point. All right, so uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, I will be right back to go on to John Curtis's team. So just stay tuned, and thank you for listening. And uh, while I'm at it, go ahead and give our podcast a honest five-star review. A like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on your, uh, your podcast platform. And, yeah, we'll be right back. Thank you. we're back with the draft grades guys we're up now with john curtis devon he's picking it round or i guess pick six round one he went with my consensus number one player james Harden, kyrie Irving. who knows what in the world that guy's thinking now but ever since he's out look for james harden to be the guy that handles the ball passing uh, making great plays just like he always does he's going to draw fouls he's going to Possibly be one of the top five scorers in the league, maybe ten. Uh, maybe Kevin Durant decides he wants to be the leading scorer of the team. But excellent pick. He does it all. Rebounds well for a guard. Uh, he even gets steals, which is surprising. Which James Harden is, you know, really never known for his defense. Anyway, his second round pick was Rudy Gobert, which I love Rudy Gobert and in points leagues. He he scores more than you think. He grabs a lot of rebounds and he gets those uh, very very valuable three point blocks in our league. He then drafts Brandon Ingram, who I felt like slipped. So I think that was a very good value for John Curtis. He then selects Zion Williamson, who is I guess struggling with some type of injury. I know that uh, reports were when he came into camp, he was really, really overweight, which that was always one of the things that uh, NBA scouts wondered how long, what was his longevity in the NBA? Uh, they thought for a guy that size with that much torque, he would have problems, and look, he's he's been injured a lot since he's been in the league, but... Regardless, I mean, John Curtis gets to keep him next year for a third, and he's going to be a top-12 fantasy player if he plays. He might even be a top-10 fantasy basketball player. So I thought that is still very good value, and when he comes back and does play this year, he's going to be great. He's going to be fantastic. That offense is, evolves around him, and I noticed he went with a New Orleans Pelican stack right there. So uh, that could be very interesting. What kind of strategy John Curtis does when he selects his games for his matchups, he then went with D'Angelo Russell, who, as an NBA fan, I'm not a really uh, I'm not really encouraged by his nBA play. I think he's very overrated. however, he seems to slide in as the number three option behind uh Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards in Minnesota, so he's going to have a lot of usage. he's going to handle the ball. So, in fantasy, I think that is a fine pick. Round six, he went with Colin Sexton, who I really think is undervalued in points leagues. He can flat out score, and he's going to have the ball and he's going to shoot a lot in Cleveland. He then selects the preseason MVP, Tyler Hero. That Tyler Hero, man, that dude's got so much swag. When I said swag, I kept thinking of Michael Scott from the office with his foam fingers. However, I digress. Tyler Hero, he's worth a shot in round seven. I, I don't know if he's uh, going to get the usage that he had preseason, but what if he blows up? Then you've got a really good player. I think that's okay in the seventh round. He then selects Mitchell Robinson in round eight. I think that's a very, very good pick late in the draft. I think he's a lot better than uh, Andre Drummond for instance that was drafted in round 4 uh still that was that was just a very interesting pick by CJ round 9 PJ Washington very good pick Steven Adams round 10 was a good pick Kyle Kuzman in round 11 I think was a fantastic pick cuz I mean he's possibly lined up as the second best scorer on the team he's going to get a lot of opportunity I mean Spencer Dinwiddie just came off a major injury steal I mean, I think that's a uh, a very, very good pick. It's worth the risk in round 11. If not, you can always drop him and go get somebody else. Gordon Drogic, eh, meh. Not really sure about it. Danilo Gallinari, meh. Alex Caruso, meh. But overall, John Curtis had a very, very strong draft. I give him a, a minus. I thought his top picks were really good. Zion is going to be the key to his team. I'm not sure how... That will go, but I mean, Colin Sexton, uh, excuse me, Brandon Ingram I thought was a good value. Colin Sexton, uh, Mitchell Robinson, P.J. Washington, Stephen Adams, and Cal Kuzma I thought were really, really excellent picks. I think they're very undervalued in points league, and I think he done really well. Uh, the next pick in the draft was the commissioner himself, Ben McCarthy, the person that you are listening to right now, the commissioner. Uh, my team name is the Sales Team, and yeah, big Office fan. Hope you are too, because I'm going to make a lot of offer. Uh, excuse me, Office references throughout this podcast. Well, my number one pick. I, to be honest with you, I thought I had a really, really good draft. I'm not going to grade my draft because I'm biased. Because i obviously, I think I had an a plus. But I'm going to go through my picks, my thought processes or process through my picks. So I went with Carl Anthony Towns. I think he looked really good in the preseason. I mean. I don't know if you saw the uh, the video or the photo of him. He looks ripped. He looks motivated. He looks like he's in plain shape. He had an awful year with his family last year with all the COVID deaths, uh, which is very sad. But he looks to be motivated and ready to play basketball. My next pick was Paul George. I was really shocked that he didn't go in the first round, to be honest with you. I thought he would have probably went uh, maybe not in the first round, but maybe early second round. I thought he would have probably went ahead of people such as Bam Adebayo, uh, Zach Levine, even Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell. But he fell to me. I thought he was an excellent pick, especially with Kawhi Leonard out. The biggest surprise for me was uh, De'Aaron Fox. I had De'Aaron Fox as a top-12 fantasy player, and I ended up getting him in round three. Um, I'll take that all day. He's going to be great in Sacramento. Sacramento, I... I like their talent on the roster, especially when they finally decided to uh, not play Marvin Bagley, who I think has been a huge bust. Then with my fourth pick, another surprising player that fell to me was Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. looks to be the second best player on the Denver Nuggets. He looks to take a leap forward this year. I mean, he's got all the talent. It's just always an injury concern with Michael Porter. The next pick was Tobias Harris, who, again, I thought was very slept on, uh, especially since we've seen that Ben Simmons is uh, likely out for sure in Philly. I think Tobias Harris is, man, I think he was a steal at that point. He's going to carry a lot of the offensive load for this team. Kevin Porter Jr. was my sixth-round pick. I think he's going to be great. He's going to shoot the ball a lot. He's going to score. He plays for a bad team. He's going to have every opportunity in the world, and he was really great last year. So, yeah, why not? Rashad Holmes was my seventh-round pick. I thought he was a good value. It just makes it even better that they're going to sit Marvin Bagley Jr., and Rashad Holmes got the contract. They're committed to him. He was fantastic for them last year. They can do a lot of things defensively with him. He's a good rebounder. He runs the floor. Solid pick. Derek White for San Antonio was my eighth-round pick. Again, he... I was shocked that he failed this far. He is very likely going to be San Antonio's scorer, and he uh, the year that they had the uh, the playoffs in the bubble, he was fantastic. He he just lit it up. He's always been able to score, uh, and he looks like he's going to be in a huge role now. Since San Antonio um, does not have Aldridge or Demar Derozan for this season, I went with Kyrie Irving round nine. If he decides not to be crazy and actually show up, he's going to be great. Plus, if he plays for another team next year, I get to keep him for an eighth rounder. That was my thought process there. I was really hoping that maybe I could grab Kawhi Leonard, but Adam beat me to the punch. So, hats off to him. I think he got an excellent pick for next year. Robert Williams from Boston. You know I had to get a Boston Celtic on my team. Robert Williams fail. Um He's got all the talent in the world. He's also known as the Time Lord. Famously known for not being able to set his clock and being late. Robert Williams is a fantastic shot blocker. He he sometimes gets lost defensively. I watch a lot of the Celtics games. He He's not very aware a lot of times, but, man, when he is glued in, he's fantastic. He can run the floor. He's, he's really athletic. You can throw lobs to him. He's a good shot blocker. He's only six nine, but he has a really big wingspan. I really look for big things for Robert Williams this year, especially starting out the season with uh, Al Horford being on the COVID leave. I think that's going to be a pretty good pick. Uh, the next pick, another person I thought failed, uh, Jaka Pirtle, uh, from San Antonio. Uh, again, I have to go back to the C.J. Jackson pick with Andre Drummond. I would rather have Jaka Pertle. and I think he's poised for a big year. He's going to have a a large workload for San Antonio. Interesting uh, I think they're going to be a very interesting team this year. I'm interested to see how Greg Popovich uh, does what he does with that team. The 12th round pick I went with T.J. Warren. Uh, I'm just hoping he, maybe he can turn out to be like he was in Phoenix. I got him in the 12th round. If if he does show up for, Indi, for Indiana and you know, Rick Carlisle gets something out of him, I may have a, a steal there for next year. I want Rui Hachimura with round 13. I mean, it's just worth a shot. I think he's at least a 13-10 and 10 guy. If not, I can drop him. Reggie Jackson was my last pick, which I thought was was crazy that he lasted this long. I mean, he's going to be the starting point guard for the team. And, I mean, who's our backup point guard? I mean, Lou Williams is not there anymore. Of course, Paul George not playing for him. I mean, he, he very likely, you know, I mentioned Marcus Morris earlier. From Lane that he might be the second best scorer on the team, but it might be Reggie Jackson for all we know. So, why not? I thought that was just a fantastic pick there late. Again, I'm not going to grade my draft. I thought I'd done really well, but who knows? Pick number eight was Hayden Gordon. Shout out to Hayden. I miss you, buddy. I had not seen you in a long time. Hope everything's going well with you and your wife and your baby. But yeah, he went with Damian Lillard. I mean, fantastic pick. Still think I would have probably took maybe Jason Tatum. Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal over him. But solid, man. Damian Lillard's a great fantasy player. Especially this year, he may have a chip on his shoulder. Uh, He may want to get traded. Who knows? You can't ever tell. He went with Damian Lillard, and then he went with Donovan Mitchell. Very good pick. Anthony Edwards with his third-round pick, which I thought was a little early, but I like Anthony Edwards. I think he's going to take a step forward. He improved so much at the end of last year. And this is one of those shake-your-head moments. I don't know what in the world... Uh, he was doing, but he selected Kevin Love with his fourth-round pick, who is not going to suit up for Cleveland. They really don't know what to do with him. I mean, yeah, he didn't even play for Team USA like he was going to last year. He then selected Montrez Harrell, number five. Kevin Love and uh, Andre Drummond are probably the two of the, the not good picks in this draft. Again, who knows, injuries, trades. Stuff like that can happen throughout the season. They may, may be great players. They may be worth that draft value. I don't see it happening, but who knows? What do I know? I'm just a guy talking on the mic. Anyway, he went with uh Montres Harold round five. I like Montres Harold, especially in Washington. I think he was uh I think he was drafted a little early, but solid pick. Laurie Marketing. I really not sure what in the world Cleveland's doing. They have a lot of big men. Uh, yeah, I mean they signed Jared Allen. Back to a pretty good size deal. Drafted Evan Mobley. Now they got Laurie Marketing. I'm just not sure with what they're wanting to do. And speaking of Jared Allen, he's drafting him the next round. So I guess if you want to sure up one of the big men and hope for one of them to uh, to show out, then yeah, I think Jared Allen's a good pick. I think he's actually going to play. I mean, you got to follow the money in this aspect. Tim Hardaway Jr. was his eighth round pick. I think that was really early. I'm not a uh, law. I'm not a big. Tim Hardaway Junior fan. Evan Fournier the same way. I'm not I'm not a big fan of him. He was selected in round nine by Gordon or Hayden. Otherwise known as Gordo. He drafted Brendan Clark round ten. He's worth a shot. He was he was a big letdown last year for Memphis. But he's still young. He can bounce back. Carmelo Anthony was his eleventh round pick. I did not like this pick, but I mean, hey, he's gotta he's got rip his team name. He said Melo the Goat was his team name. Mello's not the goat. Sorry to inform you, but round eleven, I don't think he's gonna have any fantasy value. He's just gonna score. And he may not score a lot, and he may not score at all some nights. There's too many mouths to feed in Los Angeles. Nikhil Alexander Walker. Great pick for New Orleans. I mean, could be the second-best scorer on the team starting out the season. I thought that was excellent, getting him late. I was actually targeting him late in the draft. Uh, Will Barton, a solid another solid pick. Could be the third-best scorer on the Denver Nuggets since Jamal Murray is out. And then I think his best pick in the draft was uh, Josh Giddey. I mean, be able to get – I had Josh Giddey lined up. I was actually going to take him instead of Reggie Jackson. Which I was fine with Reggie Jackson, but I really wanted Josh Giddy. Uh great pick. You really have, you know, nothing to lose with the last pick. If he's great, you've got him. I mean, what if he turns out to be a I don't know let's say he's like Alonzo Ball, for instance. I mean Alonzo Ball went in the sixth round and you just got somebody like that in the very Last round. So, I mean, he really could help his team throughout the future with his keepers. So, I thought that was great. I thought it was a great pick. Uh, I'll give Hayden, uh, him and CJ, I'd have to give them both C minuses. I, I really did not like some of the picks. The Kevin Love pick, uh, Montres Harrell, I thought was a early pick. Laurie Marketing, I thought was not a, a good value there with some of the other talent that was on the board still. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Evan Fournier, I'm not really big fans of, especially not Carmelo Anthony. So, yeah. Next is the man himself, Sandy Lyle, Rain Dance. Let it rain, white chocolate. That's a "Along Came Polly reference. I love the team name. I give Cassidy an A-plus just for the team name. That was awesome. Uh, This is Cassidy Warren. He's a fellow... Customer service teammate. We're uh, I hate to brag, but three on three champions that one year. I can't even remember what year it was, but it was fun. It was fun times. We ended up getting third place in a couple other uh, tournaments, but Cassidy, good friend. He uh, had a really good draft in my opinion. He he drafted Kevin Durant first in the. Uh, it was ninth overall. Uh, it's. I mean, I think I still would have took Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid, but Kevin Durant, man. In the playoffs last year, he was awesome. He was great for Team USA this year. I look to see big things from him this year. Trey Young was the second pick again. Trey Young, I mean, he could be just Steph like Steph Curry. Steph Curry was taken in the top five. I mean, Trey Young has that capability. I thought that was a really, really good pick late in this or early in the second round as well. DeAndre Ayton. I'm not really the biggest DeAndre Ayton fan. Uh, I know there's a lot of controversy over his extension, why why the Phoenix Suns did not extend him. I I think they did right. Uh, He he fits in kind of like a John Collins where they did – Atlanta told John Collins to prove it, and he proved it. And so he got paid. So DeAndre Ayton is in a situation where he's only had one good stint in his career with Phoenix, and he was in the playoffs last year and leading up to it. But uh, he's still going to be really solid. I mean, he's going to be a double-double guy. He's going to have nights where he scores 17, 18 points pretty consistently. He's going to have blocks. I think that's a really good pick. He then selected Chris Middleton. He's Mr. Reliable. Chris Middleton's always slept on. Uh, He's underrated in the NBA. He's one of the better players in the league, in my opinion. Great pick. Jonas Valanciunas, I think this was an excellent pick by Cassidy. I think he's going to be really, really good. He's he's pretty much the only big man in town, in my opinion that I think is any relevance in uh, New Orleans. Uh, I think he fits well with Zion. He can shoot. Uh, I know he's – everybody thinks he's this great uh, floor spreader and spacing guy. I mean, he's not just a knockdown three-point shooter by any means. He takes 10 years to get his release off. But anyway, he's a great inside scorer. He's a good rebounder. He's a good defender. He's, He's very, you know, wide and large. I think that's a great pick there. He, he he has a lot of upside, especially with Zion out the beginning portion of the season. He then went with Robert Coventing Robert Covington, excuse me, uh, otherwise known as Rocco. He's playing for Portland. Uh I'm not really sure about that pick, Cassidy. I mean he's very solid. I don't know about his scoring. And he's more of a glue guy for Portland, but you know, he's proven in the past that he can put up big fantasy seasons, so we'll see. Uh Devontae Graham Uh, This is one of the picks I'm not really sure about. Um, Devontae Graham's a really good three-point shooter. Uh, He he does handle the ball a lot, and he he has those nights where he can just blow up, but then there's nights where you're like, where is he at? So if Cassidy can find the right matchup, he's a really good pick here because he can drop 30 easily on a single night. He kind of reminds you of a Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams-style player. That's what he kind of reminds me of. So I think, you know, uh, Gordo's pick with uh Nikhil Alexander Walker. I mean, he very well could start over uh, Devontae Graham. Not not saying that Devontae Graham won't get a lot of minutes still, but I'm not really sure about that pick. I think I would have, I would have probably tried to select him later. Uh, his next pick, Spencer Dinwiddie, I thought was a really good pick. I mean, Washington paid him. I mean, all Spencer Dinwiddie's done his whole career is prove people wrong and. Uh, I felt like he was disrespected in Brooklyn, and I hope he really comes out and shows the Wizards what he can do. And I think he's set up to be the second-best scorer on the team, uh, regardless of what Kyle Kuzma does. Of course, Bradley Bill's the man there. But I think that was a good, excellent pick, Casty. Chris Boucher, uh, he's got an injury, but when he played last year, he was awesome. He was great for fantasy. I don't mind it in the ninth round, especially if he comes back to being like he was last year. Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson, round 10, good pick. He showed out last year. Let's see if he can carry that momentum into this season. Ricky Rubio, I I don't think, was a good pick, Uh, round 11. Uh, I think that's Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. They're the guys who are going to be handling the ball more than often, but Ricky Rubio in the preseason seemed to be getting a lot of run because he is a veteran, but I don't really see any scoring potential. Uh, I mean, he's going to be decent in assists, but, I mean, do we really expect him to have seven or eight assists a night or anything like that? I mean, what if he gets seven assists tonight, And if he gets three steals, I mean, that's still like only 20 points. I mean, you could get 20-plus points off the waiver wire. Really don't know about that pick. Could be proven wrong. Seth Curry, round 12, good pick, especially with the Ben Simmons news. Seth Curry, I thought was underrated last year. He can drop 20 any single night. Still have some assist. Uh, he's not going to do anything else for you. He's going to hit threes, so that's going to help out with the points as well. Uh, Cassidy's best pick, Mo Bamba. He, he he very likely could be a steal of the draft. I think it's going to be him and Window Carter. Window Carter can slide in at the four if needed, but Mo Bamba can stretch the floor. I think uh, this is his break it or make it season. Interested to see. But with the second-to-last pick, why not? I mean, I had him queued up as well. I, I wanted to take him. Cassidy beat me to him. But great pick. Uh, Davis Bertans, I mean, why not at the last pick? Not really sure about him. You know, he had that one good year for Washington. But other than that, he really hasn't done much. So I give Cassidy a Uh, a B plus. uh Maybe an a minus. I mean, his, his first several picks were strong. And he took some really good risks late. I didn't like the Ricky Rubio pick. Not a really big fan of the Devontae Graham pick or the Robert Covington pick. Uh, I mean, his last-round pick, Davis Bertans. I mean, it is what it is. I think he had a really, really strong draft. I mean, Kevin Durant and Trey Young, them two alone can just carry a team and match up. So I think he had a really, really good draft, though. With the 10th pick is probably our best customer service player, Jonathan White. He's also my homie. Jonathan, I haven't seen you in a while. Hope everything's well. Jonathan, he uh, went with Anthony Davis with his 10th selection in the draft, or number 10 overall in the draft with his first selection in the draft. Uh, I like Anthony Davis this year. I think he's a top-10 player. I just worry about his injury risk. He's always banged up. He always finds a way to sit out at least 10 games. Uh, Let's just see how he manages the matchup, and let's see how if he does take an extended period out, how Jonathan does but I don't have a problem with him going in the first round Zach Levine that was a second pick um, I'm not really sure about Zach Levine this year I think his usage is going to go down I mean I do think Zach Levine is a stud I think he is a really really good player I think uh, he really took a step forward I, th- I do think he's obviously the Chicago's best player they're building around him he's gonna get the ball he's gonna score uh, with the other stuff, I'm not sure. I don't know if his assist totals are going to go up. He's not much of a rebounder. He doesn't steal the ball. So, I mean, you're really hoping for threes and 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 a really high scoring performance from him. But nonetheless, I do think he should have went in the second round. I, I just think he would have went later on. I think I would have went with Trey Young, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George ahead of him. Uh, I do think I would have probably took him over Devin Booker. So, that's still a solid pick. I mean, if it, you call your shots in the first two rounds. If you believe in them, go for it. Zach Levine is probably – he's a pretty durable player. I think he will play all, if not most, of the the games this year. A very surprising pick for him was in his third round. He went with Bogdan Bogdanovich, who had a great playoff run with the Atlanta Hawks last year. I do think that was really, really early. But, I mean, he – I think I would have probably took him more in the sixth round. So, I do think he reached on him. I do like the player. I just didn't – I really didn't love where he, where he went in the draft. Uh, like Julius Randle, John Collins, C.J. McCollum, Lamelo Ball, which Jonathan took later. I thought Lamelo would have been more of a third-round selection. Uh, to his fourth-round selection of Lamelo Ball, I thought that was a fantastic pick. Lamelo Ball has the ability to be a top-12 fantasy player. He has that skill set. Let's just see if he can continue improving to improve and uh, yeah excellent pick his next pick was my favorite though O.G. Ananobi he looks like he is set for a breakout year he looks like maybe a mini Kawhi Leonard he looks like he is developing he's actually isoing he actually has somewhat of a handle it looks like he's comfortable taking uh, his jumpers and his three-pointers he's always been known as a three and d guy and he's also he's awesome defensive player but look to his role to increase with Toronto this year I thought that was an excellent pick. I really liked that pick by Jonathan White. He went with Yusuf Nurkic in the sixth round. Great pick. He's going to be awesome for Portland. Uh, He went with, man, I I ain't going to say it, but I'm just going to say Lou Dort. Lou Dort, the place for Oklahoma City. Eh, I think he would have been a later round guy for me. But, you know, if you believe in him, go for it. Really didn't like the pick that early. I would have drafted him, but I don't think he was worth a seventh-round selection. There were people on the board such as Jalen Green, the rookie out of Houston, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Mikael Bridges, uh, Derek White. I think I would have took all those people over Lou Dort. He then went with Dennis Schroeder in the eighth round. I was targeting Dennis Schroeder. I think he's going to have a good year, especially after he fumbled the bag with his uh, contract. Man, that was wild. Never seen a guy bet on himself and just lose so bad. Lost a lot of money. Regardless, good pick. He's going to have high usage in Boston. Boston got him on an awesome deal. Norman Powell was round, his round ninth, nine pick. Norman Powell's a good player. He looked great with Portland last year. Let's see if he carries it over. Kevin Herter, I think he's overrated. I think uh, I don't think he was worth a tenth round selection. There were some people uh, I think I would have drafted Ahead of him. Robert Williams, who I drafted. Um, Isaiah Stewart. Joe Harris. uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Some of those players I would think I would have took over. Kevin Herter. Not saying Kevin Herter isn't worth a draft selection. I mean, he's worth the risk, but I think he is kind of overrated. He's very well going to come off the bench for Atlanta. Uh, Let's see. He went with Blake Griffin in, in round 11. I mean... Somebody else besides Harden and, and, and Durant's going to score the ball. I don't mind that pick. He looked pretty decent in the playoffs last year as well. Uh, Evok Evo- – man, I can't say it. But Zubak, that plays for the Clippers, the center for the Clippers, I think that's an excellent pick late in this draft. He then selected Jordan Poole. Or, I mean, it looks like Jonathan is in the pool. Jordan Poole looked great last night for Golden State. He, uh, he, he was – He blew up in the uh, preseason. And, yeah, I think he's going to have a role with Golden State. He very well could be the number two scorer for this team. Watch out. And then he finished off the draft with Josh Hart. Uh, He's kind of blah. I don't think he's really that big of a fantasy producer. But, I mean, he can always drop him. Not a big deal. I'll give uh, Jonathan White a solid B. B plus. Actually, I'll give him a B plus. I like the LaMelo, OG, and Anobi. Uh, Zubach, pool picks. Norman Powell was a good pick. Dennis Schroeder was a good pick. Didn't like Lou Dort or Bogdan Bogdanovic to go that early. But, man, he was really strong with some of his other picks. Also, the next person was Coley Thompson. Uh, I'm not really sure if I've ever met Coley, but he seems like he's a really big basketball enthusiast. And uh, Jonathan recommended him. So, uh, Jonathan's always been my boy. So, yeah, Coley had a really, really strong draft. I really like his team. Uh, he definitely drafted my boy Jason Tatum first. I thought, man, I thought he would have went in the top eight. Got him at pick 11. Good pick. He then went with Bam Adebayo, which I think would I would have waited a little bit later. I do think I would have taken him over Rudy Gobert. So, as the like fourth or fifth center off the board, eh, that's an all right pick. I mean, Bam has a lot of upside. However, uh, Miami did add a lot more talent. So, I'm interested to see if the score numbers can maintain like they were last year, which he made his first all-star appearance last year. Julius Randle, round three. Fantasy Darling last year. Surprise player. Good pick. I mean, they did add some more players, but uh, he's going to get the ball. Uh, He's their best player by far. Drew Holiday was round four. Let's see if he can carry the momentum from the playoffs. Drew Holiday was great last year in the playoffs. I think that's a good pick. I think I would have took LaMelo Ball there. If I if I were to take the pick just on a fantasy standpoint. He then went with Kimball Walker. Uh I really don't think Kimball Walker is going to be I think he's toast, man. As a person that watched him in Boston last year, he he had no burst. His shot wasn't falling. I don't think he has much confidence left. Let's see what he can do in uh, New York City, a place that's really hard to play at, which I know he's from there. But still, uh, I don't know if I like the pick there. I think there's a lot of risk. I think I would have tried to win for somebody, you know, more consistent, solid pick. Maybe like a Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Nurkic, or even somebody like Cade Cunningham or Kevin Porter Jr. I would think I would rather took the risk with them. Anyway, he then went with Andrew Wiggins in the sixth round. I think I would have waited a little bit longer on Andrew Wiggins, but I mean if if Jordan Poole, Supernova Jordan Poole isn't the second best scorer, it will be Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins can he can fill it up. Andrew Wiggins has improved so much defensively too. Uh I think he's 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 really kind of got to a point where he was overrated for so many years in Minnesota, but now where he's got a, a role. Carved out in Golden State, I think he's really underrated at this point. Solid fantasy pick. I think I would have waited a little bit later. But he has a lot of upside still. I think he can drop 20, 25 points for this team. Just depends on how Clay comes back. If Jordan Poole steals all his shots. Marcus Smart was around uh, seven. Yeah, I mean, if Dennis Schroeder wasn't there, I think this would have been a great pick. Uh, I think Marcus Smart deserved to be drafted. I think I would have probably waited in the later rounds. Like his uh, his Darius Garland pick that he had in round 10, I, I think I would have played Darius Garland over Marcus Smart any day of the week in fantasy basketball. Uh, his next pick, Mikael Bridges, I think was a great pick. He really improved last year. Uh, I think he can really improve as a scorer, especially with a team uh, that has a lot of momentum, momentum like uh the Phoenix Suns. There's going to be nights where, you know, Darius – uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul are going to rest, I'm sure. Mikel Bridges, if you can find that day where they're resting, he's going to have a good night. Gar- or excuse me, Malik Beasley, eh, he's going to come off the bench for Minnesota. Not really sure about him. Darius Garland was his best pick. I mean, he's arguably the best player on Cleveland. He looked great last year. He improved. Good pick. Derrick Rose, I'm not really sure about. He's coming off the bench. Eric Bledsoe, Eric Bledso, the same thing. Cam Reddish. I mean, we've all wanted Cam Reddish to be something, but not really sure. Ennis Kanter. Uh, I think his draft was kind of weak at the end, but he had really good picks early. I'll give Coley a B-plus as well. And then, uh, last but not least, Pat Thompson with the uh, last pick in the draft. Uh, I do not like drafting at the turn, but I think... I mean, Pat, he built a really good team. Joel Embiid, I mean, could have been a top ten pick. Maybe even top. I mean, I actually thought about him where I drafted uh, Big Cat. So, yeah, good pick. Bradley Beal, I thought Bradley Beal would have went went in the first round in a points league. Uh, I mean, no Russell Westbrook to uh, ball hog it anymore. So, I think that's a great pick. John Collins, I love it, round three. Excellent value. He's He's been so good for Atlanta. C.J. McCollum, another just a great pick. I thought C.J. would have went earlier. Malcolm Brogdon, a really, really good pick. He's just super solid, I think, in the fifth round. You know, if if John Collins isn't, you know, consistent as Pat Hope, Hopes he is, you know, you you sure it up with consistent players such as C.J. McCollum and Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon has been injured a lot here lately, but, man, when he plays, he's always been consistent. Then he went with Gordon Hayward, who's always injury risk, but, man, he looked great with Charlotte last year when he played. I mean, he was the best player on their team by far. I mean, I know what LaMelo Ball did was great, but, man, they were really cooking with Gordon Hayward. Jalen Green with round seven. I mean, I like Jalen Green, dude. I think he's better than Cade Cunningham. He's just got that it factor. He knows how to get to the rim. He's aggressive. He shoots his shot. He's playing for a team that uh, that really doesn't have much of a future right now. Besides him and Kevin Porter Jr., they're just going to chunk it up. Yeah, I would have took Jalen Green there. Great pick. He then selected Tyrese Halliburton. Good pick. Uh, maybe if they can get rid of Buddy Heald, I like his stock to go up even more. But Deer and Fox is the man there. It's really he really isn't going to have a high usage role, which Tyler Reese Halliburton is really good off the ball. So yeah, good pick. Evan Mobley was a fantastic pick. He really looked good in the preseason. You don't draft him in the top the top five picks and not have him play. Great pick. He's got some good keeper value for his team so far. Duncan Robinson, I think he's uh, a really, really good NBA player. I'm not really sure about his points league, uh, how he is in a points league, that is. In category and roto leagues, he's fantastic. Uh, For a points league, I'm not sure. I mean, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, uh, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, they've just got a lot of mouths to feed. I mean, Duncan Robinson, I mean, I know he doesn't have to have the ball. He's probably the best non-usage player in the NBA, which makes him so valuable. To NBA teams, he's – I mean, I, I think any NBA team would want this guy. That's why I'm really high on Miami. I think Miami's got a fantastic team. But uh, he's solid for this pick. There's really – I mean, it's the 10th round. What's to lose? If there's an injury to Jimmy Butler or somebody, then, yeah, he he could be a steal then. John Wall. Really didn't care for this pick. I know he probably drafted him, expecting keeper upside. I watched John Wall last year. I mean, he looked decent, but, I mean, just if he goes ring chasing after days, he really going to have much value? I don't think so. His contract's terrible. They're not going to be able to trade him. I look to Houston to stretch him at the end of the year. Then he's going to go probably join LeBron James like everybody else does and ring chase. And then he's going to be useless for fantasy at that point. Al Horford, fantastic pick. I I look to see Boston really using him this year. He's going to get a lot of minutes, I think. I mean, enough minutes. I know he's older; he's an older player. But I mean, when he played for Boston years ago, he he really initiated the offense really well. I think he's going to have a big role. He's worth a shot, at least to. Um, he went with Sungen. Singham, I can't ever say his name. He was uh really talked about a lot in the uh, NBA draft this past year. Uh, John Hollinger really liked him, and uh, you know he slipped and fell. In the teens to uh, Houston, he's a really skilled big man. I'm interested to see what he can do, and he's got a really good opportunity in Houston to really uh, play well. He kind of reminds me of Louis Scola. For uh, I know he doesn't have the look like it, but he kind of plays like Louis Scola for those years in uh in Houston. Man, the Louis Scola days. My my, how the NBA has changed. So. And then he went with Kyle Kyle Anderson from Memphis at the very end of the draft. Mr. Reliable. Good, I mean, good draft. He he had an A draft. I mean, I really liked 95, 90% of his picks. He he really has a good team. Um, Hopefully Joel Embiid, John Collins, Malcolm Brogdon, Gordon Hayward can stay, you know, injury-free. That's the only thing that really concerns me with this team is injuries. But, I mean, you can't draft expecting injuries. I mean... You do want to try to draft the players who uh play the most games early. You you want to be that way, but uh knowing Pat and his voodoo magic, as Cassidy would say, he he's got a good team. Overall, if I had to rank the drafts, not counting me, uh I would go with Josh Bradlin, Pat Thompson next. Uh then I would go with how did I grade it? Let's see. If I'm not mistaken I had I definitely had Josh and Pat and then I had uh Adam Graham I thought he had a good draft just because of uh his keeper values I thought he done really really well Um I thought Cassidy was he done a he had a really good draft I would probably put him fourth Uh John Curtis would be fifth uh Actually, I think I yeah I'd go John Curtis fifth. Him and him and Lane had really good drafts. They're they're pretty close together with me. Uh, so right now I've got number one Josh, two Pat, um, three Adam, four Cassidy, five John Curtis, six uh, Lane. Uh, then I would go seven. Uh, Jonathan White, number eight, uh, Coley Thompson. Uh, actually, I think I would probably put BJ at number eight, and then Coley at number nine. I mean, but they're all pretty close together. I, the more and more I look at BJ's team, he's got a really, really good team. Um, just a draft-wise, I'm not really sure with the Ben Simmons and, and some of the, like the Miles Turner and whatnot that he's got on his team. We'll see. Miles Turner's a good player. I, I'm just not really high on him. Uh, And then, you know, I really did not like Gordo's draft and I did not like CJ's draft just because of the Andre Drummond, Kevin Love stuff. I mean, uh, I think they probably should have done a little bit more research in that aspect, which it is what it is. I mean, it's just my opinion. Um, But yeah, we have the draft completed. This is one of the longer episodes we're going to have, and I know it was the first one. But, yeah, let me know what you think. Just uh, hit me up in the uh, group text or in the chat and uh, let me know if I'm, I'm stupid or not or if I'm over-evaluating, under-evaluating players and whatnot. Um, each week we will address this league, but I do like to talk about the NBA, so there will be points where I just talk about how the, uh, the, the games are going, how Boston's doing. I do like to talk about the Celtics. So Pat and uh, Josh would probably enjoy listening to that aspect of the podcast. But, yeah, let me know uh, what you think. Uh, Like, share it, you know, with others. So, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed it. This is being your commissioner, and uh, I'm out. See everyone next time.